0: You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com.
1: With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen
1: plus. Holy shit balls! Do I have a story for you? <laughs> Okay, 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 so before we go dive right in deep, which this is a good one, you're going to want a cocktail, you're going to want maybe some popcorn, maybe a snack, maybe some shrimp cocktail. I don't fucking know, but it's going to be a long one, a good one, a freaky one, a jaw dropping one, and I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. Now, obviously, because there are two parties, (laughs) maybe more, two parties involved, that perspective obviously is different or else there wouldn't be a disagreement or seeing it the way it is seen. So that is, uh, I feel free to interpret it however you wish to. I will share my experience, what I learned from this experience what I was going through this experience, and the first thing I want to make clear, why? Why am I sharing this story besides the fact that it's great content because it's fucking insane, bizarre, weird, unfortunate, uh, and and happened? But the real main why is this, to exploit that people are full of shit, that If you were to look at my social media during this time when I went on this trip, I'm not going to confirm what time of my life this was. It could have been years ago. It could have been very recently. But if you were to look at my social media at that time or that person's, you would think, oh, they're having a great time. Oh, look at the cute outfits. Look at the great food. Oh, what a wonderful time when you know what was really going on. Uh, I was on eggshells, crippling anxiety, Uh, feeling the energy of a person who was very uncomfortable and not knowing how to be myself. And then when I decided to be myself, it didn't go well. And I think it's important for us to realize that don't ever fucking waste your time comparing yourself to someone and thinking that, oh, look what they get to do all the time, all the cool experiences they have. And, oh, that seems so free. And I wish I had that life. Do you know what they're really going through? Do you know what they feel like before they go to bed? Do you know if they have anybody in their life? Do you know if they have anybody to call? Do they even like themselves? What do they feel like? You have no idea what's going on with someone based on the interaction you have with them on the internet and what they choose to share. You don't. And some people are more transparent than others. Some people put it all out there and they are authentic. There's wonderful, authentic, lovely people on the internet. And there's also a lot, a lot, a lot. I hate to be negative, but sometimes it is what it is. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of face tuning and there's a lot of bullshit and two-faced and shit talking and pettiness and curated images and just a bunch of crock of shit and people who can articulate something very well and they don't they don't take the advice that they give they don't live according to the lifestyle they're promoting So if there's anything you take from this, even if you're like, well, you know what? I would have felt like her and fuck you. Well, I hope you can just take away from that, that you never know what's going on behind the scenes and don't make any new friends. That's my bad advice for this. Just fuck new friends. Keep the old ones. Drake was right. No new friends. No new friends. You know, I hesitated to do this. But as I previously stated, I definitely want to for so many reasons and to show you the, the life lesson. <laughs> I know that sounds dramatic, like, oh, oh, really? No, I'm fucking dead serious. The life lesson that I got out of this experience. I wanted to make sure it was a true story time and not event session Of me slandering someone's name. I won't be using any names. I won't be saying any locations. Not that I can't. Because it's my motherfucking experience. Uh, But just out of respect for other people in general. So I'm just going to do that. Even though I fucking don't want to. So let's take a deep breath and let's begin the story. Okay, it all starts. I was a married woman with children when this experience happened, and like many women, wives, mothers, regardless if One of those doesn't even apply to you if you have fucking spawn offspring walking around the earth that you're taking care of emotionally, mentally, physically, to just being a good mother, you want to get the fuck away from them sometimes, and you don't give a fuck. There's a a new mothers you know. There's a new aura of, I do not give a fuck, little bitch when we need to decompress and go do us like have fun sweetie over there in the corner not knowing what what's about to happen when you get knocked out bitch but you don't know yet so go sit go back over there and shake your little 21 year old ass and I'm gonna sit over here with my tequila and be just fine don't worry about me I can I won't even be hung over you will sweetie not me okay moms get it. We, we, when we get away, some of us while out, some of us just want to sleep. Some of us want to do both. Some of us just want to self-care mode. You know, there's so many things, there's all the things that we need. And sometimes, especially after COVID, I think a lot of couples can relate. I can get an amen from the men and the women that you just want to get the fuck away from each other sometimes because you've been around each other too much. It's going to do wonders. You're going to go back. You're going to miss each other. You're going to have hot sex. You're going to appreciate each other. All that wonderful shit happened because sometimes you just need to... Distance makes the heart grow fonder it, if you feel me. So here I am, el desperado, to get out. I am plan a girl's trip loosely with a close friend. It happened to fall on days that weren't going to work for her, it turns out. She was transitioning in life. She had other obligations that she needed to go to. So me, not wanting to be patient and just change the date, I'm like, no, I'm making this happen. I'm getting out of here. She's going crazy now. She wants the sunlight. I need the vitamin D, the poolside daiquiri. I need to not have an alarm. I need to do me for a second, okay? So I keep it and I end up going with a girl who I thought I was going to have a wonderful time with. I thought that I would, you know, we have have very different lives, but we have, we are like-minded in where we hunger spiritually, Um, or at least I thought we had, were like-minded in areas, but there's a big disconnect. And I think that comes from unhealed trauma, if I'm being frank. This girl and I had met in real life actually years, years prior and the last couple years our relationship got a lot closer via social media and that is where we kept up with each other and communicated and voice messaged all the time and caught up and talked and vented about the things going on, the things. She would talk to me about her relationship mostly, uh, a very, 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 very toxic one. If you've ever seen the series Dirty John, that's the vibes, that's the vibe of it. So I'll just let that lie there, never, I'm no more, none of my business, right? (laughs) One thing I'll tell you that I was always able to do was be straight up. I noticed that Chloe didn't sugarcoat things for me. Chloe would really tell me where I needed to look inward for things and give me perspective and say things in a way that I really appreciated. That was something that I find in my closest girlfriends. And I know all of my best friends that I've had since I was younger, those are who my bestest friends, are the ones that have been in my life for a long time, going through many things together. The girl you can go a while without talking to and hang out, and it's like you were together yesterday. And then I have some friends that I am close to and talk to on a regular basis, and they're friends who would not sugarcoat something for me if I asked them not to. If I'm like, hey, straight up, what the fuck is going on with this? Am I being in crazy pants? Just, you, you want your friends to look out for you. That is what girlfriends do. That's what you deserve to have in a friend. If you don't have that, maybe you should... Ask why I thought when Chloe said she'd be totally down to go on this trip with me that I would get to know her more, a deeper relationship. She, although is not married, doesn't have kids. Same age as me, a little bit older. She has a lot of other strengths. She isn't an MLM. Before we make fun of MLMs, uh, she got in an MLM. Very early on, and is very successful uh, because of that. And she had been in the MLM industry before, uh, but I met her when she worked at a an, an adult club. I met her at. She was a cocktail waitress at an adult club. So to go from that and a toxic relationship at that time to an MLM, a toxic relationship, a different one, and then she found what she does today and going from waiting tables to, I mean, Chloe's the first person to tell you how much money she makes. Uh, It's undeniable that the girl does lead with her money, which I think gets her in the predicament of being used quite often. Mm. She always told me, she was like, we, we grew up very differently. So I did grow up a blessed little girl who never went without, I'm sure some people could say white privilege and tell me to go fuck myself. There were instances on this trip when she would go, ah, uh, and that's how I can tell you grew up differently than me. And I will tell you this. I was raised by a mother who taught me fucking manners. So uh, and I'm from the south. So when you go to somebody's house, you bring a present and you thank them for, for hosting you. You make the bed after you sleep in it. You are a gracious guest and I, I I don't know I fucking have manners and that's what I hope to instill in my fucking children. Because if you don't have manners, it's kind of it's kind of ugly in my opinion. And besides being a gracious guest, I think being a good host is something that Chloe might need to work on. Um, I know she was an introvert. She's an introvert. And yeah, that is a little shit talky, but let me share my experience. Chloe said, fly in town, stay with me. And then the next night, the next day, we'll fly to our girls trip destination. I thought this sounded like a blast. Chloe has a nice home Chloe lives all by herself in this nice big home with lots of nice designer things, and it's just... It's glamorous looking into her her life and the stories she shares, while I'm over here at home, staying home with my kids. My husband's busting his ass to create a company, hopefully so we can have a day full of financial freedom. So watching her is just quenching in the aspect of manifestation, surrounding yourself people with something you want. And her financial freedom was something I envied, and I. In my eyes, it was clear that she had told me that she was looking to pursue relationships with women that had things she wanted. Chloe taught me that you don't take advice from anybody that you don't want what they have. So if someone isn't good at relationships or doesn't have friends, you wouldn't want to get advice from them, would you? But if, if someone was really bad with their money or didn't have much money or had less money than you, would you go to them for financial advice? Of course not. What do they have? What are they doing that's going to help you? Nothing. Now I say this with a clarification of every relationship shouldn't be because of what can I get from them. But when you're looking for a mentor, when you're choosing who you're going to surround yourself with or who you want to be around to water you and what you water them back, It's not bad to want to look for good quality people, to be a quality over quantity girl. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. But to look at someone as your competition, as a threat, as someone you need to be better than, that's when things get twisted. And And that doesn't sound very fun either. And something I noticed about being around Chloe was that everything was going to be a tit for tat, a... It was never going to feel like a safe space. It was never going to feel like we were just there talking about life. It was there for her to want to make it known that she does not want anything I have, that she has it all and she doesn't need anybody. And it was this vibe. It was this aura of just immediately shutting people out She leads with a, I don't need you, but why have I never been married? Why has no one proposed to me? These were questions that left Chloe's mouth. You know, why at my age have I never had that opportunity yet? Here I am making seven figures a year. I can do whatever I want when I want. What am I not doing? And she'd tell me the situation in her relationship, which that could be two separate episodes. Just go watch Dirty John. At first I felt sorry for her For her experience and her relationship And now I know That you are only as healthy As the people you are around That you choose to have in your life The closest relationships around you Should show you Where you are Chloe told me multiple times on this trip Because the first night we were together The first night was so horrible That after there was just this This vibe in the air It was, I felt like I was on eggshells and she told me multiple times, you know, I am you and you are me. You know, everyone were fingers on the same hand and I couldn't understand how a person would tell me all these things yet not be capable of looking inward and seeing why the events have transpired the way they have. Why is everything somebody else's fault? So now that you're all confused as fuck, let's go into the timeline. What happened, Jordan? What the fuck is going on? You're getting emo and you're fucking emo and I have no idea what's going on. Okay. So I fly to Chloe on a Wednesday. I get in and my plane, my plane was delayed. It was a long day and i was exhausted flying gives me so much anxiety especially flying alone cuz i'm the girl and the control freak so if i'm not in control of the like how we're getting there like you know i've traveled many times And every time it's just nerve-wracking and if especially if I'm alone, it's like if we're as a family We go down we go down together, but if it's just me, I'm like, oh god They're gonna live without me I'm gonna die and call them and leave a message and they're not gonna answer and there's not gonna be service and I can't say goodbye It gets really dark. So that horrific feeling (laughs) that I uh, Usually just a mimosa subsides and then we make it to our destination but there was no crew because I was flying Southwest, and Southwest can suck a dick right now because they did not have their shit together, uh, but you know what they pulled through actually some woman who was there in the airport, not on her on her day off volunteered to be the crew did not even have a uniform. God bless this woman, I believe her name was Charlotte. We love a Charlotte. Uh, she is the reason why I made it to my destination, praise be. But we were running behind, an hour and a half behind. I was just happy to be free, but I knew that this girl had a schedule. We were supposed to get a spray tan. And I was like, oh, my people pleasers kicking in. What the fuck? She's telling me like we're running out of time, I need to shower, and I'm like, oh gosh, okay, well, we're landing, I'm going to run to get my bag, we, we still have an hour, she's like, I need to be showered and ready by 520, so I, when the plane lands, and we're taxing, and it's just taken a while to get off, I go, she's like, I've been here, you know, 45 minutes, and I'm like, it's not my fucking fault you got to the airport that early, I told you, you can check my flight status, sweetheart, should have showered, Uh, I go, how about I Uber? Should I just Uber to you so you can go get what you need done and you just don't worry about me and I'll get my little ass to you? No worries. She's like, well, that would have been a waste of 45 minutes, so I'll just wait. Keep waiting. So my anxiety is a little high, but I understand high-strung people, travelers have been around them my whole entire life. So I get to the baggage, the baggage is taking a while, she's lapping, I can feel like, I feel like she's irritated, but I'm like, I'm not in control of this, so I grab my bag and I run like a little banshee out to her, get in, I say hello, and I, like the true southern belle I am, just kidding, make small talk and convo, when we talk, we talk about our relationships, the trials you go through being in a relationship, me as a mother, the hot weather, blah blah, 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 okay? We get in. I gift her. And I say, thank you for hosting me in your home this evening. I say, should I order some, because her house was very, I go, your house looks beautiful. It's so clean. It's so nice. She showed me around. And I go and I put my stuff in her room and, or the room that I'm sleeping in that was so comfy and cozy and we get a spray tan and she's like I need wine she pops out the wine I was starving and I go should I order some food and she was like oh I might have some food for you because I was very hungry and I didn't feel like you she wasn't offering me food so I was like I need to I need I'm a big girl like if I need to get something sent here I shall whatever she was sweet She fed my belly, she gave me wine, we were laughing, we were tan, it was just all nice. We're going to go out tonight, so we're going to go out tonight. I'm tired, but we weren't going out, out. We were going to something that had like a show, an experience, if you will. And then we were going to go home, because our plane was tomorrow, early afternoon. So we get cute, we get hot, we get dressed up, girls mode, girls mode commences. I was ready. I was ready to drink. I was ready to take shots. I was ready to take pictures. I was ready to make fucking TikTok content all weekend. I was ready to level up, learn some things, share our vibes, share our manifestations, have a kick-ass weekend, okay? That did not happen. But you know what? It's okay. We're going to look at the bright side. Okay, so let's keep going with the shit show because the shit show's about to start. Crazy girl night one. Here we go. We sit down to dinner and we eat. We order some food. I'm vomished. Okay, rating. And you know what I order? My regular cocktail. The thing Jordy Cakes has been drinking since a baby popped out of her Okay, you know what that is? You know what my drink of choice is, everybody? You heard it here first. Tequila, straight, not chilled, no salt. No lime, a Sprite back I learned I could just say tequila Neat, but that's my drink And guess what, I handle it well I don't like the sugar I don't like the mixers I don't have to justify it Let me be Denise Richards, Tequila is my drink And me and tequila Are fucking fine together And I also love a little bit of the Cayenne Crawford Sauvignon Blanc I'm a wine girl too I can be it all, give me a red With the steak, give me a white with the fish. I'm down It's been my drink for a long time It's going to keep being my drink And guess what, I'm 31 years old I know when to stop drinking And I know how to handle my shit So, it's not my problem If some girl wants to go Oh, I'm going to drink just like her And order the same things as her And a little homegirl can't hold herself And gets all fucking psycho pants Because that's what happened to Chloe Chloe wanted to order the same drinks as me. And I think she had just went a week without drinking or something. I don't I she does this off and on sobriety thing. Sometimes it's long term, sometimes it's not. I don't know if it's like a problem and she has to reel it in and stop for a while. Or if it's for body reason. I don't know what it is, but you do you, baby boo. Don't care, right? She's an adult. So when Chloe decided she was going to order the same one with me, here we go. Shot number one. Boom. And I don't always take them like shots, depending on the night. Sometimes that's just my little sip. That's that's my mixed drink. It's just not mixed with anything. That's going to make me bloated or sick. So we're two drinks in. Okay? Two drinks in. Time to go to our show. So we go to our little thingamabob we do. Now when we walk in... We see men. There's men. Well, Chloe sees a man, and she says, "Oh my God! It's like an instant connection. I haven't felt this feeling like he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. Like there was a there was a thing. They had a they had a thing." I am a very married woman who believes in karma. You know what? I really don't have eyes for anyone else. Do I like when a guy hits on me? (laughs) Fuck yeah, I do. Uh, Do I like when a guy checks me out in my cute ass fucking outfit? (laughs) Damn right I do. Mama still got it, okay? And you know what? I think my husband likes it too. And you want to know double what? I love it when I know a girl wants to fuck my husband because I'm going to go home and fuck him. Kind of turns me on sometimes. Okay. So we're there, and Chloe feels a connection, and guess what? Homeboy goes and goes and gives it a chance, gives it a shot, and she bites that bait. So whatever, Pfft, I can be a wing girl, I can fucking be cool, and the fucking fat married friend next to him who's smiling awkwardly at me, I can smile and laugh, and we can talk about our weddings. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but So we go through the interactive show, God Bless America. It's over. I'm tired. They get a drink. I'm like, okay, here we Let's go have a drink. I'm getting tired. Jordan's crashing. Jordan's crashing. So I tell Chloe, okay, we got our flight in the morning. Like, I think you have a boyfriend, right? You know, you're on, you're off. Every week, their relationship status is different. And I've learned why. But if I went into that, that would have to be a whole nother thing. So we we don't have time. We don't even have time for that story. So I am worried, though, that our DD, our designated driver coming to drive us home, is her off boyfriend that they're not on who will be house-sitting for her, animal-sitting, And he's going to be our DD and she is sitting in the driver's seat with a stranger or a man she just met. I'm in the back seat after my fourth, like, hey, come on, you know what, girlfriend, this isn't, he isn't worth it, let's go home. First of all, you're going to cause drama. The DD's going to come and he's going to get pissy. She reminded me that he was a bitch and he's not going to say shit and he doesn't care. So I'm like, okay, so I wish... But going back in time I would have just closed my little eyes leaned the seat back and waited for her to be done with her main character syndrome but I did not I did what Jordan did and the tequila and me both were like let's 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 not let's not do this I go Chloe I've said it so many times girl I don't know. I would never treat you the way you're treating me right now because if you said you were so fucking tired and about to collapse and ready to go home, I would get the guy's number and I'd go. Y'all have exchanged info. Homeboy in the front seat. I promise you, you're not getting your dick wet tonight. So you got her digits. She'll be back in town on Sunday. Y'all can fucking canoodle and shit. I'm ready to go home. He was waiting for the blessing of Chloe, of course, because Jordan was not going to aid in assisting him get his dick wet. Although I did, <laughs> although I did say, can you get her number please and hurry the fuck up? Cause I am tired. And you know what Chloe did? Instead of being like, I don't know, a homegirl. And going, okay, you heard her. We're, at, we're The night's over. It was so nice meeting you. I have a strong connection. I feel a magnet between my pussy and your dick. Uh, I'll TTYL when me and my boyfriend are on an off time, okay? Uh, but I will never fully ever be available because I am an ice queen. But no, instead, she said, okay, sorry about that. I don't know who this bitch is in the backseat that I signed up to go on a trip with. And I go, <gasps> Like I was, I was appalled (laughs) once I heard her say that and not like a kidding tone, like this bitch was not like this bitch. It was like this bitch. It wasn't a good this bitch either. I was like, uh, so we start bickering back and forth And it was all a blur because alcohol was in the mix. Uh, I remember crying. I remember um, her boyfriend, whatever the fuck she calls him, uh, coming. This is a person years in her life. And I said, is this normal? Like she's losing her mind because I wanted to go home. She said that I was very disrespectful in saying that, that I am a narcissist for thinking this is all about me. And my idea of a girl's trip was, you know, Everyone can take an L and be the wing girl one night, but I booked this trip. I'm spending my money on this trip to, to do me. To, that's it. I'm I'm trying to enjoy myself, laugh, laugh till I cry, eat a lot of fucking food, drink a lot of booze, get a fucking tan, and do it in the company of a bad bitch. And we can gigs together and just do all the things. That's what a girl's trip is supposed to be. <laughs> and i'm starting to realize that i think i signed myself up to spend the weekend with a fucking lunatic and this is coming from a self-proclaimed nutty girl i know i know i got a little nutty up in there but it's not in this way there's 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 the different kinds of nutties you know there's a different kinds of bitches there's a different kind of crazy and there's a different kind of Psychotic. I appreciate a good detective, a crazy girlfriend, a crazy bitch, a jealous bitch. I'm down for that. But when you can't be a girl's girl, when you can't, when you can't have a combo with the girls now you're cramping our style. Now you're killing the vibe. Now you actually are twisting my non-existent panties. And I'm not going to allow that. But she proceeds to tell me that I'm the most disrespectful person that she's ever had the unfortunate pleasure of speaking with. And in my head, I go, no, I asked, I asked this. I said, do you have any siblings, Chloe? No. I said, do you have any friends? (laughs) She said, yes. But I don't believe that to be true or there's no evidence of it unless they're tied financially or in business, whatever. I said, do you know that this is what relationships are, where you can be honest with someone and it doesn't go from zero to a hundred and people lose their shit? Like, I did not just take a twig and shove it up your butthole, sweetheart. I said, I'm too tired. You're being silly over a boy because you're drunk. We need to go home. It's time to go home. It's time to go home. She tells me that I can shut the fuck up, that I'm ungrateful for her circling the airport for 45 minutes, cleaning her home for me, and that since I decided to be a disrespectful little bitch, I can get my bags and get on the street. She doesn't care where I go. I am sobbing, sobbing. She, There's no getting through to her. There's no a moment of clarity. This was... She feels disrespectful, disrespected, and that is it. The end all, say all, no having any logic behind the events that transpired. There was no, hey, I think you might have had a lot to drink. At this point in my head, I am like, okay, I'm at the mercy of this girl in her home, in her her situation now. I am scared of her now. I feel unsafe, and as far as like at any moment, this girl could just be like, "Get the fuck out!" This is her home. She's the kind of girl who I feel like would punch herself in the face and then call the cops and say, "Like I hit her." That's this is that's the kind of person I was dealing with. There was a look in her eye where it, it she's she's telling me I'm cra- It was like she was projecting every single. Thing she was in calling me that name, like, like I, I felt like I was in the twilight zone. So I get home, and I'm not the kind of girl that gets run over. And although I spoke my mind, and that's how I kind of got in this situation. When if I would have known how it would have transpired? I wish I would have been a quiet little mouse who let just the night go exactly how she wanted. And I just end up in my bed when I'm taken there. But uh once she was saying that, like, get your bags and go on the street, I was like, I better shut the fuck up if I want to go to bed because I am exhausted. This is how we got here, was me being <laughs> exhausted. So... I do not want to be stranded in this big city where I don't know anyone going and getting a hotel. I'm going to get fucking trafficked. If you knew where I was, you would have been like, "Mm -hmm, probably. So I shut the fuck up. I go into my room. I hear her and her boyfriend yelling, screaming at each other downstairs. I go in the bathroom. I'm sobbing because I'm thinking, I can't go on this trip with this girl like this isn't what I signed up for. I'm so, I felt shame, embarrassment of how did I get myself in this position to where such a hostile event would go down. And something that popped into my mind, and this was, I forgot to mention this when we ate at the restaurant, when we got our first drink, she wanted to make a cheers. And it would be like cheers to a badass girls' weekend. Here we go, let's get fucked up. She said, or whatever, okay. To all the people that don't think that's inappropriate, or are gonna call me an alcoholic. Hence, Chloe did. Um, she said, "Cheers to no drama." And I thought that's a strange cheers to make. And I was like, I wonder if I said something that hurt her feelings. Did I'm like, no, she's always so straight up. She's a straight up girl. But I was like, okay, I'll make a cheers. Cheers to a badass time. And I even asked that. She's like, I don't know, girls. Girls are like, she's very hesitant towards women, which I dug more and I understood why Chloe from Columbia uh, has the view that she does. It's definitely not right. And it hurts her a lot. It hurts her. does not help her. But this is an example of you are a product of your environment. And that little twinge of, "Mm, that was a weird cheers, should have let me know that when someone says the D word, there might be some coming up soon. (laughs) So I'm in the bathroom at her house now, sobbing. And I call my husband and I go, babe she's fucking crazy how did i get in this situation what the fuck i'm sorry that i cock blocked her like i i thought this was a girl's trip i am derek's like what the fuck Fuck is going on? This is the last call. I thought I was gonna get a call from the jail saying that you high-kicked without panties and did a somersault on a children's play park. Before this was gonna happen, like my God, I, I he would have thought I called him and I took some bad acid. He was not anticipating this. I think he would have guessed those other two things, which were not likely to happen. Before this, not to toot my own dumbass horn, but you know what? I do know how to be a fake bitch and I can be civil. I know how to read the room, I know how to go to an event and smile and laugh and have a merry old time. I know how to make things work because whether or not you like that people are two-faced bitches, which it's an unfortunate thing. They don't have to be your best friends. Don't be a two-faced bitch. Guess what? We're in a world where people do put the smile on and go do whatever they need to, to help their children succeed, to be a part of a community. You be nice. You be fucking nice read the room. You'll go a lot, a lot further if you're able to do that instead of closing everyone out and pushing everyone away. It's never going to work. You're never how, your, your empire will fall eventually, if that's the case. Or you'll just have all this money and no people around you. That doesn't sound very fun. So back to my story. I'm in the bathroom, I'm crying, and I hear uh, her walk in. <laughs> I hear Chloe walk in. Chloe goes, uh, she, she looks like she's about to set me on fire with her eyes. I can hear every word you're saying, you manipulative bitch. And you know what? Manipulative. This is the word I was called the first night and the last night on this trip. Manipulation is wording something, twisting something, doing something with the intent of personal gain. So I don't know how this word fits into this scenario whatsoever. She could have called me a shit-talking bitch, crybaby, a pussy, many things, manipulative, just the words she was using were not okay. She proceeds to grab my phone out of my hand and say, Derek? I think Jordan is having an episode. She's looking at me with a. Now, now, this is my words. She's looking at me. Chloe's looking at me with this look in her eyes as she's saying that. Like, I'm looking at her, like, what am I watching? I'm watching this woman so angry tell my husband, who now thinks a fucking lunatic is on the phone with him, or he knows. Saying that I'm having an episode, so if someone can clarify to me what these episodes are that I have, I would love to to know if there's any doctors listening um i would I would love to fully understand what was happening with that projection sentence. I don't know. I don't know if that was because I was crying hysterically and like now she thinks I'm having some sort of Britney Spears meltdown hashtag free Britney we love you Britney we love you we're here we see you um and I grab the phone back and go don't fucking talk to my husband and she's saying get the fuck out get the fuck out Derek's like just go to bed, Jordan, shut up. Your mouth's going to get you in trouble because he knows that once someone crosses a certain line or especially if my toes are stepped on when I don't deserve it, best believe it's hard for me to mm, zip it. But I knew in that moment that I was dealing with a dangerous person. So I shut the fuck up because I did not want to wheel my 52 and a half pound bag and Cal pack, and purse and laptop out into an Uber driver's car at 1.30 in the morning. I didn't want to do that. I didn't. So I shut the fuck up and I went to bed. And oh, a little cherry on top as, I'm, as she leaves the room you know what? She shouts to my husband, I feel sorry for you, Derek. Your wife's just going to leave you one day anyways. And that stung. That hurt my feelings. That hurt my husband's feelings. And I was in shock, shocked and appalled. I don't know why someone would want to say something so nasty to make other people feel insecure or less than just to fucking cut them, just to fucking get a reaction. And when you look at someone, regardless of if it's not true or not, it's hard to bounce back. And that that right there was the first huge life-changing lesson that I took from this is, you know what? I have a temper sometimes and I say things that I don't mean to the people that I love the most And even if I didn't mean them, and even if they know that, it doesn't matter because I still caused damage. And I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be that friend. I don't want to be that wife. I don't want to be that mother. And sometimes seeing it in a different perspective, seeing someone else call their boyfriend a fat, bald bitch, and you look at them and you go, God, like the verbal abuse is so unnecessary and just go, I would never, ever, it doesn't matter how much money you have, all the things you have, the unlimited choices, freedom to literally do whatever you want when you want. I wouldn't trade that for all the money in the world if that meant becoming a fucking cunt. To put it lightly, the next day rolls around. I wake up and I don't feel good. Because the only thing that went in my stomach the night before was two bites of a Mexican street corn that I didn't really like and two little mini hot wings. Jordan did not have enough in her stomach to drink tequila. Neat. And she went to a dark place and didn't feel very good in the morning. I was hollow. I was empty. There was nothing to throw up. Dry heaving. I was unwell, if you will. I get a text in the middle of the night from Chloe saying she was so embarrassed to come in between my marriage in that way. I was horrified. I just told her, I'm like, at this point, I'm fucking scared of you, bitch. I apologized for saying things that hurt her. I apologized for being selfish and asking her to go home. I, I did what I needed to do to see my part in how I might have hurt her or made her feel a certain type of way. Although in my head, I was like, how does she not see that she's being a bad host? Uh, It's like, would you have cleaned? Did you clean for me or did you clean because you clean your house? Because that's who you are. Like, stop using leverage. And I knew that was coming when I saw that, like, she holds standards for her boyfriend. Like, I pay your rent, so you need to make sure you go to the gym. Like, just bizarre behavior in order to have leverage. And, you know, this girl doesn't have any leverage over me. I had heard Chloe had had people use her. She talks about that. And, you know, I said, hey, you shouldn't lead with your money. When she met this guy, this guy she had this instant connection with, the first thing she says is that she owns a multimillion-dollar company. And not that that, I mean, it is tacky and classless, And getting yourself in a bad situation, it's almost like you're asking for it. It's like, hello, is there any con men in the room? I make a lot of money. I'm new money, and I'm lonely and looking for love. I mean, come on. A true friend would be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Why don't you fucking, you you say you want a billionaire to take care of you, baby girl. A man needs to be needed, sweetie. You can't walk in with a, I don't need anybody because they're just going to walk right past your baby. They're men. It's a man. If the girl could take it like she dishes it, she probably could have benefited. We could have mutually benefited from one another. And that's what Chloe was raised and bred to do from Chloe's mouth. She told me where she's from, that the ratio men to women is very different. There's 10 to one. And that not only do you have to be a beautiful woman, but you have to be successful, smart. That you view every woman as a competition, a threat to your livelihood. (laughs) Hot damn. Uh, I don't want to do that. I mean, how unfortunate. Think of all we have to do already as women. Like just dealing with the fucking internet and social media. You know what I'm fucking saying. I don't have to describe what the fuck I'm saying. And then now you have to go hang out with some bitch over the weekend and she's looking at you like everything you're saying is 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 an attack. Or it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I triggered in her, okay? All I know is that it was a goddamn disaster. So after this first night happens, we go on this fucking trip and she doesn't really take accountability for what happened. It was, I I said how the apology went and we go and the vibe is just off. Okay. The vibe is off and I'm trying, I'm being nice and people pleasing up a fucking storm and I just feel like she was looking at me like in this, like we were both traumatized from the night, or at least I was, and I thought she was too. I was like, if this freaked her out as much as it freaked me out, like like I just want, oh, I hope she doesn't think that this is something normal in my life. Little did I know that this was something normal in her life. The person closest to her at this time informed me. Uh, and remember I took an oath to tell the truth. I have the receipts. I'm not supposed to share them. I was asked not to, uh, but I will share that a person close to them, Chloe said that she's been on a couple of other girl trips that all ended in separate rooms, ending the friendship. Now, if that is not fucking terrifying, I don't know what is if that is normal, it's like now it's all making sense to be able to have a relationship that you break up and get back together four times a month. And like, you can't post them on social media because you've are the boy who cried wolf or the whore that cried breakup one too many times. And now we're just sick of your shit okay? Because you air all your dirty laundry on your fucking social media stories or with your petty little Khloe Kardashian quotes. And then you go take Tristan Thompson back and you look like a fucking idiot. Okay? You look like a fucking idiot. And if you're wondering, oh, did did y'all strip and in separate bedrooms? Why, yes. Yes, it fucking did. And let me tell you, that's the, that's another part of the story that trips me the fuck out her taking the phone out of my hand was really <laughs> did me a doozy when i was talking to my husband that one really uh that one was really weird and the last night when she phones the security guard and says she feels unsafe in her room is really when I knew I was with a fucking psychopath. That's when I knew that, oh is this girl going to fucking send me to fucking jail or some shit? Like, am I going to get home to my family? Like what kind of sabotage are we like direction? Are we headed in? Because money doesn't buy you class. Let me tell you that ladies and gentlemen, this little new money bitch and people are like, well, your tone just took a little dark turn. It's not like this person has probably said anything nice about me since then. And when I continue the story, this is what is making my blood inside me literally boil right now. Because the things this girl proceeds to say to me on the last night of this trip were so foul that, man, I just unloaded my mouth on her. And I'm sure I hurt her fucking feelings. I said, mean, fucking shit. Shit I probably shouldn't have. And I don't know if I'm sorry yet. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sorry yet. Call me crazy. I'll call me crazy too. But <clears throat> no, you can't say completely false statements about a person and expect someone to just like let you behave that way. You, it you can't do I think people get sued for that. I think it's called slander. Whoa, Jordan, calm down. Calm down, Jordan. You're getting angry. You're right. I am. So let me tell you why I'm about to black out in anger. <laughs> I think it's because I've been talking for an, almost an hour and holy shit balls and telling like a negative story. And I hope that that I don't traumatize you as well and that you never fucking trust someone for their internet selves, okay? That's the lesson from today. You don't know a person. Oh, her boyfriend was like, I go, you don't fucking know me. He goes, I know you very well actually. I've listened to almost every podcast. I'm like, ugh, I just fucking threw up on myself. That doesn't mean shit, okay? You know one part of me that I put out there. Let's just all be real with one another. We get to choose. I mean, I think some people are organically more authentic than others but I think Chloe I know Chloe is the kind of girl who can put a fucking front on and I guess that's where we miss the mark because when when you get with your homegirls put let your hair down let your fucking hair down like spin around you have to poop go poop she had a really big problem with pooping. It was like the end of the fucking world that the girl had to shit. And I'm like, my God, she was bitching that we had to share a room. I'm like, I thought that's the fun part. Like, what is this? Like meet occasionally throughout the day? Is this a business meeting? I thought we were going to giggle or something. Ugh disgusting. We can officially say this is a moody Monday. I'm going to get you back next Monday and just give you all the love, all the fucking love because I'm just pooping on you, aren't I? Drink your wine. Drink your wine. Okay. Now listen to what this bitch did. Okay. Last night, laying in bed, pitch black. It was 10 PM. I was slightly irritated or just got over being irritated that... We came in so early. I had decided because the vibe was <laughs> never really recovered. We kind of kept we kind of kept it on the surface. I mean, our conversations got deep. We could intellectually stimulate one another if you will. Uh, I frequently apologized for that, I know, that happening and totally let like chalked it up to drinking too much and miscommunication, but it really bothered me that she never like really took accountability and was like, you know what? I should have just fucking listened to you and took you home. That was so not worth it. I'm so embarrassed that I was a horrible host and I have no fucking manners. I apologize. Uh, But that's not what happened And so I decide I'm going to fly home a day early Father's Day, oops I mean, I don't know what year this was But I think there was a Father's Day the next day So I'm going to fly home Saturday night And it'll be fine and dandy and wonderful Versus Sunday morning Because I'll have all of Saturday I'll do whatever I want She said if I change mine, she'll change hers to that day She's leaving at 11, cool I'll do whatever I want to do on my last day. This is our last night. Let's party. Let's let loose the night before we did it because we had traveled. Let's let's have fun. We go to dinner. Both of us were like, didn't really have much of an appetite because we had laid by the pool. We had drank our fucking calories for sure. Those mixed drinks, you know how they weigh in the tummy. That's why I hate them. That's why I'm a tequila neat girl. So we barely eat dinner at this gorgeous restaurant that, of course, I'm uploading on my stories. Hello, the cute pics. No one's knowing that I'm really like, oh, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Uh, then we go to a part of town where you would hit the bars, okay? So there's restaurants, bars, live music, etc. I We changed into jean shorts, like flats. I'm ready and I'm comfy. I'm ready to dance. I'm ready to be my Jordan. I'm ready to be Jordan, okay? And we get to the first bar and her. it's just, she didn't let anybody in. She didn't like, she had a fortress around her, like a force field of energy that I think she wants to be there. And instead of protecting her, it's keeping her from like all the beautiful vibes, all the beautiful vibes. Anywho, uh, she wanted to leave shortly after that. And I was like, see that little bachelorette party up there jamming with the DJ? I'm ready to join them. But no, we go to the next uh, and we find a spot. I'm feeling it. And she's saying her tummy hurts that she doesn't feel good. She feels like I did the night before because I was tired. I think when you fly during the day that most people, you know, get exhausted. But uh, we had had a full night's rest, did virtually nothing all day. I was ready to go. Her tummy hurt. So what do I do? What she should have done the first night. And I fucking got in a fucking Uber and went back with her. And I was like, maybe I'll just hit the bar up at the hotel and I can just be there, right? Because I'm not going to go out alone and like drive back and get myself in a predicament, okay? So I'm not that stupid. Might seem like it, but I wasn't. We go back. She gets in the room and she's like FaceTimes her on again, off again, whatever the fuck he is. Someone who uses all of her money, I think. Um, and he, she's like, baby, see, I'm back already. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. That's why we're back. I'm jumping on the bed. She's FaceTiming. I'm like, let me take her out to party. And she's like not feeling it. And so I just start playing on my phone and I get sleepy. She comes out from using the bathroom and she gets in bed. We're both in bed. The TV's on, or I don't know, maybe it wasn't, but it's dark. We're laying there and now we're just talking and I feel relieved, actually, but I also felt slightly, like, annoyed, like, this bitch couldn't even fucking hang tonight, dude. She is not fun. I was just, ugh, like, so disappointed that I went on this trip with this girl who is not fun. I know I sound so mean, but once I tell you what she said about me, <clears throat> you're going to be like, oh, okay. The following events I'm about to tell you are all completely true, no matter how outlandish or bizarre, or unmerited you think these words are that came from this bitch ass's mouth. She did say them. She did indeed say them to me. And let me give a little backup so we can understand why the bitch called me the name that she did. We were at restaurants that evening and we were debating if we should come home and change, take our heels off and put flats on before we went to where all the bars music is, et cetera. I said, yes, I do need because I haven't taken my medicine today. I need to go take that. And she was like, oh, what medicine? And I told her that I take antidepressants. I said, yeah, they're my crazy meds. Like that's what I call them. Like, oh, don't forget my crazy meds. Like that's just kind of what me and my husband call them that. He'll Say, oh babe, here's your crazy meds. That's just what we call them. Now maybe is that weird to someone? I didn't think it was. I, you know, I know a lot of people, a lot of women who take medicine for their mental health and it's actually no one's fucking business. And To pry and be nosy is really unnecessary. And, you know, there's been a stigma around stuff like that for so, 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 so long. And judgmental bitches like you, Chloe, are the reason. Like you're setting us back. You're setting everybody fucking back when we're all trying to move forward and talk about things that are really hard for people to talk about. And it's uncomfortable and it makes us feel small. And a person like her, if she's fucking listening, shame on you. Shame on you for belittling someone for their mental health and treating it. Just because she doesn't believe in taking pharmaceuticals for her mental health. And truly, I have a holistic approach to many, many things. But there are some things, there are some chemical imbalances that... Something else may be what a person needs to help them, something that they respond well to that's worked for them for a really long time, that's actually changed their life for the better, and they've had the most stable years behind them because of getting on this medicine. And I didn't think sharing that with her, that she was going to say something so nasty to me, and she did. And... Before that moment, when we talked about this, she, we talked about, oh, how long I've been on it. And I said, yeah, I've been on a long time. The only time I got off of it, well, I've been on it five and a half years. And I got off of it when my first trimester and then my doctor told me it was safe to take throughout the rest of my pregnancy. I had no idea that she was judging the shit out of me sharing this with her. No idea. But that evening when we were laying in bed, we started talking and the conversation started escalating or getting deep and talking about basically us being really honest with each other about what we thought about certain topics. And we were starting to disagree on things. And I can't tell you what they were, but maybe it was perspective. And I was like, well, What don't you think about this? Or, you know, we were kind of going back and forth, nothing crazy. But then it got to like, when I go, well, that's why you struggle making friends or keeping people in your life, or you don't have a stable relationship because of this. And she didn't like it. And she goes, did you mean what you said on Wednesday night? And I go, yes, yes, I do mean what I did mean that because I think that that rings true for you. That's all I see. All you talk about is you want to be married. You want to have babies. And then the second I talk about that, you tell me being a wife would be so depressing. You put me down. You you make me feel small. You shit on me when you want to, to make yourself feel better. She stands up, turns the light on. She goes, I'm not going to let someone stay in my fucking room and be disrespectful to me. And I go, oh, fucking shit. Here we fucking go again. But I felt a little ballsy because I was like, you know what? I'm not in this bitch's house anymore. And she's leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving like I'm not going to let this girl run over me. I'm not going to let this girl talk shit to me because I'm going to fucking cut her off at the knees. That was where I was at. Jordy's little Italian temper came right out. And we were going back and forth. And, you know, I was still butt naked under the covers, laying in bed. She was sitting there, just like sitting up, yelling at me in her silk pajamas. And she was like, I'm done, I'm done. She picks up the phone, calls security, I'm assuming. Danny, hi, Danny. This is Chloe the cunt. Um, I'm calling, oh, she didn't say that part. So I have to be truthful. I'm just letting, I'm sharing the room with a girl who's the nastiest woman I've ever had that non-pleasure of meeting something along those lines. She did say the nastiest woman and I, I feel unsafe in my room. Unsafe as if I was like yelling at her all up in her grill. Like, bitch, you've never seen unsafe then. I thought you grew up poor. That's what she told me. She told me she grew up in like the ghetto and girls threw vomit on her in the bus and she was bullied and I feel bad for her. But now I think she's just full of shit So she's telling them that. And I'm not hearing what he's saying on the other end. But boy, did Chloe turn into a Karen. She's like, yeah, I'm with a girl who's a pathetic, shit-talking pill popper. Took pills when she was pregnant. Probably fucked her baby up. (sighs) Yeah, I'm going to gasp again when I repeat that sentence that she said to me that I keep playing over and over in my head. And I'm horrified that a person could say something on the phone, talking to someone and paint me in this false, horrible light. Boy, did I want a Xanax at that time. I would have loved a pill if someone had one, but I didn't have one. All I had... (laughs) Was my was my crazy meds and those weren't gonna those weren't gonna do the trick that I was fucking looking for. At that point, I needed a tequila, a Xanax, an edible, and somewhat a horse tranquilizer, something because I wanted to knock a bitch out. Okay, I didn't. I I controlled myself, but I fantasized about it. I promise you that. Now, bitch, not only did you just diss me as a mother, as a woman, you slandered my name, calling me a pill popper. And I'm like, bitch, you better get some fucking pills before you fucking lose your mind and you're in a fucking straight jacket. Because, and I started screaming, I go, it's fucking Prozac. It's fuck. Cause I'm like, this guy is probably thinking there's some crazed drug addict in the room, like being violent. That's, that's what she was painting me out to be. And I felt like I felt like Betty Broderick's husband that was like painting Betty to be this, okay, Betty was a little loony. Okay, Betty was a little loony. But I mean, he just gaslit her so, so much. This woman was gaslighting me right in front of of my eyes. And I felt helpless, like truly fucking helpless. Like what is going to happen? She is angry and she is not going to stop till she feels like she has squashed me enough, like so that she can hurt me as much as she's hurting. And that was terrifying. That was a terrifying feeling. And obviously he asked, uh, he, Is she of of harm to you or herself? And because I heard her beat, she goes, "No, she is not of harm to herself or others." And I was like, "Thank God." And he's like, "Well, do we want to get her out?" And she's like, "Well, she's never traveled without her husband and children. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing." And I was like, "Praise be, hallelujah!" Uh, And she went and got another room, and I think she had to pay like seven or eight hundred dollars for that (laughs) room. But I mean, I was like, but you know, you can just close your eyes and go to sleep, right? Like, you know, you can't, I can't, I can't be around a woman like you. I can't. You know what? I've had diarrhea this whole time, Jordan, and I didn't want to tell you, but it's you. It's your energy. I knew that I hated Libras. Me and Libras are just toxic. God, shut the fuck up. You want to know what? I've never heard one fucking cool thing about a Capricorn, not once. That's the zodiac no one ever talks about. Just tell me, what do you know about Capricorns? Hmm? Tell me. Yeah, mm-hmm. me neither. So then after this bitch leaves, and I'm I'm horrified after what she said, after after that pill popper comment, I was just like in shock, in shock. Half me wanted to leave, but I did. I just laid there and I was just tripped out. And someone close to her reached out to me. It was like, Oh, do you need somewhere to go? Did she this happens to her? This has happened to her before. She does this. It's so sad that this is pouring out onto you. Usually I'm the, the end receiving of this. And I'm just like, oh God. Like, what did I do? What does this say about me? That I put myself in this position. I had to go through a lot of processing and thinking, like self-reflection of what this what this meant about me, because we are all fingers on the same hand. You know, she's right about that. But maybe she was on an alien's hand that's really far away from me because I, I wasn't feeling the same vibe but how did I get here? I'm like, how did I get in this position to do this? And I go, you wanted out so bad. You wanted to leave your family so fucking bad because your husband's annoying the shit out of you. Your kids are annoying the shit out of you. The monotony is annoying the shit out of you. You desperately want to get out and go do you. And then you go do you. And guess what? I missed my family every fucking minute, like a pathetic bitch. (laughs) Like a pathetic pussy. I came back and I am so... Like I fell in love with my husband all over again. Throw up. Go ahead. I needed that trip. My therapist was like, oh, see, this was a universal life lesson. I needed some perspective. And I guess I had to have a shitty time to see... That all the material items you have, none of that shit's going with you in the next life. I don't know about you, but I believe that like I'm I'm a soul. I I'm a soul and a body, physical experience. You're not taking any of this shit with you, not the houses and I think experiences are something awesome. Like if I was a millionaire, I would I'd be wanting to travel and experience, but all the things don't make you happy. You could be in a big ass house all by yourself and you only got one or two people to call. And let me tell you really quick, I only, I don't got that many people to call. I don't have a fucking big friend group. Like I said, quality over quantity. I only have a couple people that I could call, but they're like my fucking sisters. And then I have more people that I could call that maybe I wouldn't feel really comfortable sharing my deepest, darkest secrets, but they'd pick up. They'd pick up the phone for me just like I'd pick up the phone for them. And life without people in it, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, whether you want to see someone once a month, once every two months or once a week, knowing you have someone to lean on, someone who can relate, someone who you're on the same wavelength Shit, I think life is about that. I think that, that is a treat. That is a blessing. That is a gem. And hold on to those friendships. Treasure them. Because you don't come by them all the time. The older I get, the more I realize those are few and far between. The next day I woke up. I ate a breakfast. I ate some yogurt. And I went by the pool and I laid there. And I drank tequila neat all by myself. And you know what I did? I got in the pool and I hear two girls talking. They were talking about incest, actually. And I chuckled. And they looked over. And they go, "Ah, did you hear that? It's fucking gross, right? And they come over and we start drinking together. Laugh, go on the slide, snack, take shots. I had the best time that day with complete fucking strangers. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the airport two hours early because that's what I do. I'm early everywhere. I ate the shittiest food in the world at the airport that's supposedly like the friendliest in the world. I Googled. I'm like, is this airport a piece of shit? Because my meal is terrible. Uh, But no, it's supposedly a good airport. And I flew fucking home and I went to my family and I fucked my husband that's what life is about, people. The grass is not greener on the other side. Justin Bieber said it. Just water your lawn, motherfucker. And Chloe, go fuck yourself, okay? I'm not over it. (laughs) I'm not over it. Uh, No, maybe I will be. Yeah, I feel bad for her. I feel bad. I feel bad. I hereby declare that I will never speak about this ever again. It was I wanted to share this story time because who the fuck signs up to go on a girl's weekend and that's what happens? Like, God damn. My husband was like, oh my God, baby, you were looking forward to that trip so bad. Like she just gets to go home and like sleep till 11 every day if she wants and deal with her fibromyalgia, which by the way, Chloe, if you're listening, all those chronic pain illnesses you have, that's your energy. That's all fucked up inside of you. So maybe there is something there. Maybe there is a demon. She said she was, she was possessed on Wednesday and that's why she acts like that. So, you know, that could be correct. She isn't very intuitive empath after all her words not mine okay I will never talk shit and tell this story again and be the little petty bitch that I'm being thank you for listening if you listen to this whole thing wow it's definitely all girls here now I hope you're drunk I hope you learned not to make any new friends go hug your friends give them a big fucking kiss and say never change baby girl Uh, or if you change, we're changing together, sisters from another mister, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends. Just kidding. Maybe my little frozen heart will melt one day, but I do think that I have, uh, PTSD now from this experience. So not to make light of people that have PTSD, I'm so sorry if that was like not politically correct, God forbid Okay, I will see you ladies and gentlemen on Monday, horny family. I'm gonna give you something raunchy and sexual after this little powwow. I love you. Thank you for letting me vent unapologetically rage. And talk about this experience from my past that was so long ago. If you're not following or subscribed already, please fucking follow and subscribe. I'm assuming if you're Chloe, you are unfollowing, unsubscribing, etc. Leaving a one star, that's fine. Um, You know, it hurts. Let it be. I guess, you know, hate is a hater still a fan, right? Okay. Okay. Just trying to hype myself back up after that. Please give me five stars so we can make up for Chloe's one star. And if you want to join the Patreon and get exclusive bonus content, fucking hell yeah. I would appreciate that so much. That really helps me level up, grow, supports me. And in exchange, you'll get some bonus content every month. You can follow me on Instagram, on TikTok, whichever.
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do.